0: Yeah, I think that anything that challenges us that we question is definitely there for a reason. And uh, to have that awareness that next time we're being challenged in anything, to stick at that and to recognize that, okay, this is so this is what happens. Here we go again, we're being challenged again. So let's push through this because the other side, we know we're going to find some answers or there's going to be some reasoning for all of this madness.
1: So, basically, we could say that 2020 is just one very long, extensive uh, meditation (laughs) practice. (laughs) Yes! Welcome to the WILD Podcast. Inspire people, support others' growth, and create a meaningful life. That's the mission of this podcast, and I welcome you to the community. Since you are listening to this right now, I suspect you are a curious soul who loves expanding your own horizon learning about other people's authentic life choices and to getting inspiration to put into action what you are passionate about. Today we have a very special guest, someone you might have come across if you happen to struggle with sleeping issues or with being more mindful when awake and have searched for support online. Jason Stevenson is a kind-hearted Aussie who found his calling in creating and sharing his free guided meditation, affirmation and sleep music videos on YouTube. We speak about how 2020 has affected his work and him personally, with 2020 being a year not only of a global pandemic emerging but also, let's not forget about that, a year that began with a devastating front of bushfires raging across Australia. Enjoy Jason's thoughtful and empathic being as we take you with us into a dense, deep conversation on the power of meditation practices in dealing with challenging times. Yeah, so I say good morning (laughs) to you. Thank you so much for getting up and for um, making time for this conversation. I know that I'm a stranger to you. You have no idea who I am.
0: That's okay. You're not a stranger, really. You're not a stranger at all.
1: And you, you aren't either, I can tell you, because obviously I don't know you personally, I don't know much about you. But yes, of course, I have listened to your guided meditations many, many times for years now, I think. And, you know, to start with an anecdote, when a couple of years ago, I, I went to, or I was preparing to go to Australia for a semester abroad to Melbourne, I had this weird fear that, you know, once I hopped off the plane and I heard a man speaking <laughs> in an Australian accent, you know, with a deep voice <laughs> that I would fall asleep immediately <laughs> or fall into some kind I of... can see where this is going. Sta- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. I, I know that um, you get comments on, you know, how, how well the Australian accent is working for lots of people, yes. aren't you?
0: Yes, yes. Oh, that's funny. And, and all the people that say, oh, you know, I go to sleep with you every night now. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I told my friends that I was going to record this conversation with you, I told them you were actually literally the man of my dreams. Well, <laughs> because you are. <laughs> uh,
0: that's one I haven't heard before, actually. I got to tell you that.
1: See. <laughs> But no, I actually haven't fallen asleep um, just because anyone spoke to me. But I, I got to say that um, the Australian accent evokes some instinctive trust in me. I don't know why. <laughs> oh,
0: that's lovely. That's interesting to hear. Hmm.
1: Well, to, to start out, I know bits and pieces about you, not much, but I'm I have a clue, a hunch that the audience doesn't know you because maybe they haven't ever come across your YouTube channel or any other channel where they could find um, your work. Could you help me introduce yourself? How would you describe yourself to a stranger? Who are you and what is your life like?
0: <laughs> wow. Now, it's interesting when you say that because I I could just say to you, oh, oh, I'm just an I'm just an average guy, an average human being, but but no, no, let's take that back because like my affirmations suggest and, you know, and I suggest to everyone that, you know, like you, like I'm a divine conscious being, a bundle <laughs> of beautiful energy that vibrates, that never, be, never begins, never ends, that's just ongoing. And I think that that's one thing that we, you know, that we we all must remember is that we aren't just average. Like I was just about to tell you, I'm an average Joe Blow. I'm an average Aussie, Australian. You know. Uh, so yeah, I just and and I believe that each day I live on this planet, I'm being closer and closer to more of who I truly am. That's my that's my aim is to to get closer. I mean. The fact is, I am who I am, right? I already am who I am. But I think it's about dusting off that um the the dirt and the the garbage that we attract and that we've attracted all our lives, you know, through conditioning and, and programming of our minds. And and I think to get back to the to be the true essence of who we are. And that's my job. Um, that's what I want to do. So It doesn't sort of tell you much about who I am, right? In terms of uh, what I do, you know, because we normally do that. Would you like to hear that?
1: (laughs) That too, but um, maybe in a second because I I love your answer. Actually, it reminds me of something that I heard about. um, I think there's this this um, ten day silent retreat thing called Vipassana, and I'm I'm not sure, but I was told that you get this question over and over again, you know, like, who are you? And then you have to write the answer down. And at the end, you're like, what? I mean, I've written down everything I know about me. So what next is that? I don't know. Have you, have you done this sort of retreat before? And is it true what I know?
0: Yeah. the Vipassana, you know, I've never done a Vipassana retreat. My mother has, I have done like a 10 day strict monastic retreat, which has, which has some elements of that. And a lot comes up for you in that. And yeah, so in fact, uh, yeah, I went on this Buddhist monastic retreat, which was life changing for me. Absolutely life changing. And that stripped away a lot of things and brought me back to, to the bare bones of, of what what is really important. And, and yeah, who I truly am all this stuff that, I, that I've accumulated and I thought I was and, and it eventually crumbles away and kind of means nothing oh. and in the physical life yes you know we have to we have to work and we go about and we do our thing but we are so much more so so much more than just those just that
1: that's so yeah. true and i wish that in a in a couple of years i will give some some sort of that answer as well right now you know every time someone asks me who i am and what i'm doing i give the the usual answer like that's my job and so yeah yes. thank you for this for this well, start
0: well tina i must tell you i've had interview after interview after interview and person after person talk to me and i've never said that
1: oh i feel i feel I, honored <laughs> no
0: honestly that has only come to me now so i i guess because i've i've said who i am so many times oh where do i start well i was born in you know i'm born in new south wales and i and probably i'm like hold on a minute this, this is not trying to be inventive and think up creative ideas, but this is just, a lot of it's just trivial. It's not who I am. It's mm. what I do on the in the physical sense, but it's not who I am.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So let's play with it, that. Let's keep the tension and maybe resolve the tension a bit later and, and tell the audience what you're actually doing. I, I want to go in a different direction before we go there. Uh, I think in the email I wrote to you, I said that this has been kind of a special year. <laughs> and, you know, because of my connection to Australia, I really love this country, this continent, the people, the animals, everything. I was so, I don't even know how to describe what I felt when at the beginning of the year, you know, there was this this incredible wall of fire running across the continent and I I was sad, I was anxious, but I was also—I so involved, you know, I, I, I was watching an Australian television live all day long because I couldn't keep my eyes off it, but I, I couldn't see it mm-hmm. at the same time. So that was a start of the year that must have been devastating for everyone living oh. in this beautiful country. And that has only been the start of a so much crazier year. So, mm. um, so before we go into what you're doing and everything, I would love to hear from you as an Australian. Um, how have you experienced this crazy year, starting with the bushfires?
0: Oh my goodness! Uh, you know, when you just talk about that, I will be honest with you. I, it still hits a raw nerve, and I just feel like I feel like breaking down because mm. that was. That was uh, day after day um, and I was actually, one on New Year's Day, I was driving from South Australia back to New South Wales to my, my home that I'd been, mm-hmm. I was there. I'm now in South Australia. But at that time, there were fire. It was beginning and uh, there were fires all around me and I was with my dog who's also passed on of 19 years. So it's been a terrible oh. year this year. Oh. Um, <clears throat> he was with me in the car and we couldn't... Um, Driving back, the air conditioning stopped working. It was over forty degrees. When I had, when I'd wind the windows down, the smoke would pour in, and I was mm-hmm. very, very concerned for him and for me. And being in the heat and and the smoke, um, it was it was terrible. And then it just got worse day after day after day with the with the fires, and and we were surrounded. Interestingly enough, um, the city where I lived, Wollongong it it surrounded us it was it was all down Mm. south and I'm talking right down to Victoria right up to Queensland and it was all everywhere else but it never touched this city it never touched our escarpment but Mm. the smoke was coming from either end and we were waiting every night we were sleeping and and waiting for the looking on the app to see if quickly we've got to get out um Mm -mm. because it would come down you you know we thought it would come down the escarpment and um but it it broke my heart day after day after day after day after day of seeing the animals across the country burned and human humans and and the houses and um oh my god it's still it's still a raw spot for me even after all this time um I gave as much as I could give you know I just I needed to do something I felt so helpless and I just gave to a lot of organizations and animal organizations and because uh, we lost a lot of wildlife and I think koalas for instance you know they were almost saying that that in New South Wales that they could become extinct because um, Mm. they just lost colonies and colonies of them and
1: and yeah. the fire
0: brigade the guys were saying you could even hear the koala squealing in the trees you know and
1: it's heartbreaking ah yeah. ah oh. oh, it's
0: devastating and then yeah. you know of course to go into covid in march and and then, then that's when i lost my dog and um, oh. i was driving out here back to south australia and had to isolate and, I, you know, I struggled a lot with that, Tina. I, I isolated here and I was not in a good frame of mind uh, at that time, not in a good frame of mind at all. I was, it brought up a lot of emotions. I was angry. I was confused. I was hurting. Um, and then it's proceeded to, we're in extreme lockdown at the moment. And mm. uh, which they've just sprung on us just yesterday. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and that's really again. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. How long this is going on for? But now I can't see my parents. I can't have. I can't have see anyone. We can't even go outside to walk. Mm. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm just. <laughs> this is a challenge.
1: It is. I mean, the 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 interesting thing is that. Every single person on this planet is affected. I cannot imagine yes. that there is any person who's not affected. I mean, yes. there are so many different countries and then cities or villages, whatever. So everyone has their own take on this, their own challenges, but everyone is in the same boat, you know. Yes.
0: I, yes, the whole world is, is uh like suffering. You yeah, know, the whole whole world is like crying out. And I have friends in Nepal that are really Doing it hard, really mm. doing it hard, to the point where they don't even they haven't even got food and, and water. They have to walk miles to get the water. And I think that I think I, I sense there's a little more darkness to come, but I, but then I know after that uh, we will see the light again. But it's I think we've got a bit of time to go yet.
1: Being a person who's always seeking, you know, the gift in in the challenge, in the the light, in the dark amongst all this struggle and, and suffering and anxiety and uncertainty, yeah. there's also something very special. And it's this connection, you know, that, you know, I, I have friends all all around the world, uh, on the Maldives, in Australia, in, in South America, wherever. Yes. And even though everyone's experiencing this time a bit differently, uh, we all have a, you know, a, a common theme and, and we are more connected than ever. And I think that in your work, this is also a big part. For example, during the bushfire time, I, I was witnessing a, a life's meditation of yours, um, where you brought together all the people who were in their emotions, whatever those emotions were, and, you know, just praying together and coming together. So how how have you experienced, and now I think we got to lift the the secret and <laughs> unveil what you're actually doing, yeah. how have you um how have you experienced these times changing your work and maybe your your audience?
0: Mm, mm. I think uh, as I was saying, you know, in, in about me being of wanting to be closer and closer to who I authentically am previously, uh, the same applies, the exact same applies with my work uh, that before I, I sit down, so I record meditations and or affirmations as well. To inspire, to uplift, to build confidence and trust, and that we we already have, all of us already have that, but it's been uh, stripped away. And and we, we I want to help people to get that back, and and to help myself get that back. You see, because every time I do one of these recordings, it's not only helping others, it's helping myself. It's a reminder for myself as well. Mm. And I feel that before I sit down and record now, I almost like, well, I do a meditation myself I, or a prayer, just just a few moments of silence to my, my aim is, is before I speak into that microphone and record to reach the person on the other side, that is my intention to make sure that I reach out to them and uh, see them in love and fullness and who they truly are. And that's my job. And what all this suffering does, as you said, there's a beautiful reason for this suffering because it does connect us deeper to ourselves and to others. And I feel that all this, that's exactly what it has. I really feel that it's contributed to my work because I'm getting to know myself on a deeper level but I'm also getting to know everyone else on a deeper level and uh, it's only making my work uh, more uh, authentic, mm-hmm. and deeper and deeper. I mean, when I go back, when I reflect on my early work, you know, back in, say, 2011 or 2013, twelve, thirteen, when I first started, I mean, I could... I could literally probably hear myself just (laughs) reading a script, you know. And it's just like I was reading it like a book, you know. And but you know, it served its purpose then. um, Mm -hmm. But now it's not good enough for me just to read a script. It's it's got to be. It's got to be a a part of who I am, Mm. and and to to be of service to help another. If I can't do, if I'm not helping another, then there's, it doesn't matter how well or how good you speak.
1: If you can't <laughs>
0: help another person, then you're not, you're not doing anything.
1: Mm. Do you get a lot of comments or does your audience share stories of how you affected them or tell, oh. tell you about their lives?
0: So many, uh, so many, like I'm talking stories daily. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to mention one, and I, of course I won't mention names or locations or anything, but just quickly, I had—I was doing a project for homeless people, and I recorded the meditations on these little MP3 players, and I was giving them out to homeless people in Sydney, and then I opened it out to give to them across the world, and people were dropping the I was sending them out to, to YouTube subscribers, and they were giving them to homeless people. Oh, that's and, wonderful. Yeah, and I've still got those videos up on, on my YouTube channel. <laughs> and what happened was one gentleman who saw my video said, Jason, um, I'm homeless. I think he was in the USA. I, I can't quite recall. And he said, is there any chance you could get one of those to me through a um, mission or something that he was staying at? And I said, of course I will. Of course I will. I will send you one. And that was years ago. That was five years ago or something. And, do you know, just only two days ago, I got a letter from him huh? and he, thanking me. His life has changed. He has his own company now. He is married.
1: That's extraordinary.
0: And he just said, I, I want you to know that you contributed to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. That makes it all worth it. And And you hearing these sorts of stories and people thank me and they tell me of their past and, and how they've changed really hits home to me. And, and then I realise that this is my calling. This is what I'm here for. This is what I'm here for. This is what the reason why I'm doing it day after day after day.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's super powerful, especially, you know, since a lot of people envision YouTubers, you know, to be, in their homes quite isolated quite far away from the people i mean yes there's exchange through comments through text messages whatever but you're not physically connected but knowing that you actually get so much feedback and and you experience so much connection that's so beautiful
0: so much and it's
1: completely different from what you'd imagine
0: completely different like i i have now staff even that answer lots of comments and questions for me and and um, in fact uh, beautiful leanne who works with me she she sends me these letters she i said please pick out you know each one so many each day or whatever that you think i really need to 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 read and to look at and and she just sends them to me and and it's just a, a beautiful reminder for me that of what we're doing that yeah. we're we're all contributing and we're doing a beautiful job, a beautiful service.
1: You are. So
0: it's great it's great for people to to let me know, to remind me that and to share their pain and suffering and how that they're changing their lives.
1: So Jason, now you just said what drives you every day now and what what you now know is the reward for your work but um when you started you you wouldn't be able to to know what was coming for you there there was no way to to know where this was headed so could you share with us how this all started and why and and mm. um what you thought this would lead to <laughs> at the beginning
0: <laughs> wow i I think, you know, can I take you right back to my childhood? Please. And as a child, I remember being somewhat different. Maybe we all feel that, I'm not sure. But I remember struggling with this thing of wanting to be alone. I always wanted to be alone as a child. I loved being alone. And yet there was this battle because my two brothers would bring around hordes of
1: friends.
0: (laughs) And so when I saw that, it was almost like fear of missing out. I'm like, hold on a minute. Why haven't I got that? Mm. And what am I doing wrong? And yet when I was on my own, um, I felt this peace and this love and this connectedness. So, so... Basically, as a child, I grew up a little somewhat um confused.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of my first projects, because that led to things later in life, and I went down a track of um some drug and alcohol abuse mm-hmm. to myself in my late uh in my late later twenties and early 30s. And Basically, I think this all stems from this um, self-esteem thing and and not knowing who I am and not valuing who I am. And so, when I come out of that, and it was through some counselling and through meditation as well that the counsellor suggested, I wanted to give back. And the first people, the first group of people I wanted to give back to was children. Because I wanted them to know from a young age that even if they're very, very different, <clears throat> that they are beautiful and they are loved and they are uh, unique. And, and so I created a CD called I Believe in Me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was, it was one guided meditation and it was affirmations in word and song because I used to sing, used to do a bit of singing. And I put this CD out and sold it on eBay. And I can still remember the day of selling my first CD overnight, <laughs> and how happy I was and so excited. <laughs> I was jumping for joy. It was ten dollars, and I made ten dollars while I slept, and I was so excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I can relate.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, it was such a good feeling, and 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 I thought, wow, this CD, this is, is going out to someone. And then I sold another one, then another one. They were going, you know not in big lots, but they were going around the world. And that was the start of it, doing these meditations. And then one of the parents of, that loved the CD for kids, she said to me, um, Jason, do you ever do anything for adults? And I said, no, I don't, but I yet. possibly could. <laughs> yes, yet. And so then the next year I bought out another CD called Living in the Moment. And it was a, another guided meditation for adults plus a, one song and plus a, d- different affirmations for relationships or for health and well-being. And and that was it. And then I ended up uh, putting those online and I put them on YouTube. And that's how it all began. And, of course, I, I had learned a bit about meditation through, you know, attending a... Um, at the monastic retreat that i spoke about mm. uh, which was really which was life changing for me it was difficult at the beginning because i had no idea what i was getting myself in for in fact <laughs> i remember going to the interview uh, to speak out uh, to meet with this the buddhist retreat place the nantian temple and they said to me, Oh, Jason, have you done much of this before? And I said, No, not really, just little tiny. They said, Well, we suggest that you do a weekend retreat first rather than a, a strict monastic retreat. Because they said, Once you start this, uh, you can't stop. You have to keep going. And I said, No. I said, I want to do the full thing.
1: That's grief. Um,
0: yeah, it was very brave or, or possibly stupid. I'm not sure. But <laughs> it, it was very difficult. My first three days were very hard because it brought up a lot of emotions that I haven't dealt with a lot of anger and um I couldn't understand what was going on. Like, why could we? Why couldn't we talk? Why was it two meals a day? I was questioning everything. I was furious. I was like, "This is not what I hoped." <laughs> and then, after the third or fourth day, it really began to kick in, and I began to understand the purpose of it, and that I. I remember just lining up ready to go into the temple for a meditation an hour meditation that in the cold hours of the morning it was freezing cold in winter and we we're standing there in our robes and and then the sun was coming up and I just remember in that moment everything made sense every single thing made sense and I was I caught myself for the first time in many 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 years just in the moment, mm. in that one moment. And it was like this wash of wave of peace and love just washed through me and washed over me. And I realised in that moment that this is what it's all about. Mm. And so from then on, from day three and four, and I began to go deeper and deeper and deeper and loved every moment of it. And literally when I came out, it it changed my way of, of looking at things. And even it changed my work at the time I was working with people with disability.
1: Mm.
0: And I used to get, um, when there was too much noise and confusion and people screaming, it would sort of agitate me and I'd be all over the place, you know, I I'd just like, oh, oh, oh. and then I remember going back and walking back into that same environment and it's almost like I'd walked back into another world and I heard all the noises and I could hear everything, but I allowed none of it. It didn't affect me. In fact, I just felt, this, um, I just felt calm and just did my work with much more purpose and peace and happiness in my heart. And I, I think I was better, much, much better for the clients as well, <laughs> much better for the clients.
1: So this hard work sort of paid off.
0: Oh, Definitely, definitely paid off. I think, you know, you've got to, we come back to the world and we we slip in and out of, you know, that sort of thing all the time. And so we need to continue. That's why we need to continue meditation or go to a retreat every so often. It's almost like a top-up. Right? We have to keep going with this because um, otherwise, if we don't, uh, then we just slip back into that uh, mind of chaos.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've, I haven't dared yet to, um, well, I, I do meditate every once in a while, but I don't really do it on a regular basis. And I'm not very good at, you know, just sitting down and, and doing nothing, just breathing. What I discovered actually is um, the uh, Wim Hof method. I don't know if you oh, you've yes. heard about it.
0: Yes, I yes I have.
1: So the funny thing is that, um, you know, the, the basic meditation practice um, asks you to just sit down and Focus on your breathing and focus on how the the air flows into your nostrils and out of your nostrils or out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the the Wim Hof practice is that mm-hmm. you you end up not breathing at all. And for peaceful three, four, five minutes, whatever you you get to, I think my maximum was like five minutes after three rounds. Wow. Uh, it was just I didn't want to start to breathe again, because it was just so peaceful. <laughs> isn't that it amazing? It was amazing, yeah.
0: And isn't that amazing, you know, because you're right, with, with meditation and mindfulness in particular, we always talk about, you know, the focusing of the breath, the breathing, but what you're talking about there is that stillness. Yes. And in that stillness, when we stop breathing, we still the mind, mm-hmm. because it's almost like you can't think when you're holding that breath. There's no thoughts, is there? Is that my right in saying that? It's just like you've is it like a stillness?
1: Yeah, it's it's just sensation because well, I haven't given any background of of this method. So you so you basically intentionally hyperventilate. So you you breathe in very deeply and and very quickly, like (sighs) like 30 times or so. And then you just you just stop breathing and you breathe out and everything's tingling because well, I don't know what happens on the physical level, but i was yeah. I was sort of told that it's an overload of oxygen so your your fingers tingle and everything is like it's like a dance inside your body and you mm-hmm. just observe you just feel it you have nothing to do, not even breathing it's it's amazing yeah. really
0: so it is it's like it's a meditation in itself absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah,
1: so yeah what I was gonna say is that I haven't ever dared to. Meditate for a longer time, or to even go on such a retreat. What I have experienced is um, is fasting for seven days, and that is maybe similar in that you ask yourself, "Why? Why am I doing this? This is so hard. <laughs> I don't understand." And I could do so many things. I could eat all day, <laughs> but <laughs> it pays off because it cleanses you, and it's 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 sort of a meditation in itself too.
0: Yes. Yeah, I think that, that thing of anything that challenges us that we question is definitely there for a reason. And uh, to have that awareness that next time we're being challenged in anything, to stick at that and to recognize that, okay, this is so this is what happens. Here we go again. We're being challenged again. So let's push through this because the other side, we know we're going to find some answers or there's going to be some reasoning for all of this madness but let's push through this and see where it leads
1: exactly Mm. so basically Mm. we could say that 2020 is just one very long extensive uh, meditation practice
0: (laughs) yes yes absolutely and and maybe 2021 could be as well could be even bigger Could be, could be. (laughs) Let's just see. But but right now, that's exactly that. The truth is, it's it's one big awareness practice and and acceptance of the pain and suffering, and and really being okay with that too. I think that's important. Is that not to try and push it aside and say, oh. I can't feel this and I must get on with life. And no, no, no. We're, as you talked about, we're all going through this and it's okay to feel it, to feel it with all your being. And then when we feel it, that's when we can move forward through it. Yes. we moving forward just bit by bit by bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we are. <laughs>
0: yes, yes.
1: <laughs> to, in order to get back to what you are doing not what you're being what you're doing again i assume that there there might be people in this audience who have no idea never practiced meditation have no idea what affirmations are so could you go a little bit deeper here so what exactly are you doing what is guided meditation and what are affirmations
0: okay so the guided meditations i do uh, they're basically recordings on uh, youtube and i focus on meditations prior to sleep so i guess that's you could say that's my specialty there when it comes to the meditations is meditations prior to sleep to help people sleep and to help people to release the day uh because when our when our days are so busy and we're so caught up and our minds is go 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 go, go we're always doing things and not taking time to be to simply be And so I'm using these guided meditations that I put up on YouTube um, to get that chance to just stop and breathe and be. And with the guided meditations, I also focus on reminding uh, people about, um, well, empowering their minds Mm -hmm. to be the best version of themselves. And so my meditations are a combination of mindfulness meditation and also visualization, creative visualization, so they can enjoy uh, the the process as well, but also empowering their minds. And I put a lot of affirmations at the end of my meditation. And an affirmation is basically a positive statement um, set in the present tense um, to attract into your life uh, what it is you want to be, do, and have. And and basically everything starts from a thought, you see. Mm-hmm. Everything starts from a thought. You know, I mean, we wouldn't have aeroplanes flying now had, had it not been for the Wright brothers uh, thinking the idea of, I wonder if we could possibly fly, if we could build something to get us up in the air like a bird. Now that started with a thought. And then the thought t- turns to action, they do something about it and then it becomes reality out there. So affirmations work in that way and what, how they work is that, just say, for instance, if someone wants to lose weight, you don't say, oh, I'm going to lose weight or I ideally want to lose weight in two weeks or because the mind accepts that and takes that in as, oh, okay, so in two weeks' time, we're going to work on losing weight. What <laughs> we do is we work on the intention of now I have already, I am at the perfect weight right now. I am, I am living and breathing a healthy, vibrant body, and I'm at the perfect weight now. And what happens when we say that is this also triggers the emotions and the feelings and the feelings Um, the feeling of I've achieved this, this is where I'm at, this is where I want to be, Uh, it it has a certain frequency to it, a a vibrational frequency. And we're rising above where we are, We're, we're moving up to another level here, another vibrational match. And so this is where affirmations work because that frequency attracts more of what we choose, more of what is in alignment with that vibrational match, you see. And so if we want to you know a dream job, then, then begin to say, you know, we will say the affirmation, I already have, I have that dream job. I am enjoying doing that dream job right here, right now. And when we say that, when we feel that, and we keep feeling that, and we keep repeating that over and over and over, day after day after day you just go bang you just it just has to be brought into your life because it will be you'll be in an, you're in another vibrational frequency you've removed yourself from the lower frequencies can i give you an example
1: please yes
0: i remember watching the secret back when it was released uh, the movie the secret which many people know about um, mm-hmm. back when it was released in 2000 and 2004 or where whenever it was released <clears throat> and i bought this affirmation program to similar to do with that and I remember being at a job that I was only half interested in but I always saw myself working up high in like right up there in one of those skyscrapers you know and I, there wasn't even any skyscrapers around where I lived <laughs> and so I knew that I, I would probably move somewhere and I would put on this affirmation and I, I would feel it I felt myself up working right up high and I was overlooking you know out the glass windows and and I'm going to tell you 3 or 4 years later I went for a job as a cabin crew for Virgin Airlines <laughs> now I had never really in fact I was afraid of flying to to be honest with you I was and my when I told my friends you're going for what a cabin crew, flight attendant. How can you do that? You're afraid. And I said, "Well, I'm just going to have to deal with it because that's what I've gone for." Now, I went for that job at that time, thinking, "Oh, I'm not going to. It's okay. I won't get it. I'm, I'm just having fun with it." <laughs> well, I went for the interview, got through the first stage, got through the second stage, and then I thought, "Oh my goodness, this is this is." <laughs> I'm, and so, cut a long story short, I got the job. I was working. 30,000 feet up in the air. And I remember as I was pushing the cart down one day and I looked out and I was at peace and saw the sunset or sunrise coming up and it just washed over me. I thought, oh my goodness, I am doing what I wanted to do. I am looking out the window, seeing the sunset, and I'm getting to see all these glorious visions every single day when I go on a plane I'm flying over some other part of the country
1: and it's the tallest skyscraper you could have found
0: (laughs) oh my goodness and and I it matched it was a perfect match to that feeling I was feeling when I was walking with my headphones in you know that I'm, I'm you know working from this amazing building I can see everything down below and I'm high up in the sky. (laughs) And that's exactly, I couldn't get any higher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant.
0: Yeah. So that's basically what an affirmation is. And and I, you know, record those and and repeat them, but people can make their own up. I encourage people to make their own up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Saying these things um, starts a process of, first of all, believing it or at, at least seeing the possibility of, of, you know, that becoming true or seeing themselves in a different light, upgrading their identity as a person. So maybe I could be an athletic person or maybe I could be someone who speaks to an audience and make people laugh or something like that. And then as you start to see these options, you behave differently and then people see you differently and then doors open up, new opportunities arise and, 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 you know, it all adds up. It's a ripple effect and then it changes um, what you experience in life and changes, what the outcome might be.
0: Yes, it is. It does. And, and that's exactly right. And when we match that, even if we don't, even if we don't believe it, right, if we say, you know, yeah, I want to be a pilot, I, but it's like playing with this and just say, I am a pilot. And so you know, as children, when we play and we we pretend we're, we're whether it be doctors or nurses or astronauts or whatever. But what what happens with children? They get into that feeling space. They believe that they are there, and that's what adults. We've lost a lot of that. But if we can bring that back and say, "I am an astronaut" or "I am a pilot," I am, and get to that feeling place. When we get to that feeling place, where we're creating our reality. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And that makes me curious, Jason. I was just, um, uh, this question just popped up in my mind. So um, Mm. you told me that you're now where you you wanted to be and you're, you found your purpose and, and your, your mission, Mm. but still, I mean, this is probably evolving and you've uh, you still got many years ahead, hopefully (laughs) in your Mm. life to, to grow and change and, and do different things. Do you envision yourself doing something else or maybe continue doing exactly what you're doing right now in Mm. 5, 10, 15, 20 years?
0: Yeah, uh, definitely going to continue what I'm doing. Uh, But as a creator and a creative person, uh, I I never can settle for um, just staying the same. Uh, So I've actually started a a new company just recently Mm -hmm. Um, named it after my dog the company's called days of dharma (laughs) but but it's similar work i'm I'm starting off just uh with an i'm doing an affirmation only youtube channel so it's just affirmations only but i see this as a chance to create more and what i see myself doing uh, i'm working with a a guy that's uh doing the camera that will be doing the camera work and and we're going to be doing more drone footage and and so i see myself actually because i live out in the country here doing more face to face work out in the country with these videos and doing more of what i love and and therefore that can inspire others as well so uh i would definitely keep the going with the recordings i want to keep collaborating with other people uh with you know different musicians uh so I I just love watching it all unfold, and and even rejoicing in the not knowing. Mm. Um, I'm I'm very comfortable with that now. I am, you know, I started this company, Days of Dharma, just a few weeks back. My tummy's gurgling. I've had (laughs) breakfast. Um, I started this company with uh, this company called Days of Dharma, and I'm going to be honest with you. I knew that I was going to employ my friend, and but I really even starting it i have no clear direction and i told him that and i said look you know i'll employ you two days a week i said but you have to be flexible here because we i don't know where this (laughs) is going to lead i truly don't know myself but all i know is i want to create and so i said are you up for that ride and he said yes yes so i love the thing of not knowing because that gives you this beautiful sense of freedom just in not knowing you're not locked into anything. Yeah. It just opens up the, the gates to be totally free and, and, and fumble your way through and make mistakes and falter and fall, but pick yourself up and go in this direction and go in that direction. I love that. That excites me.
1: <laughs> well, that, that, is, that comes in very handy because lots of people cannot bear it, you know, and, and it's <laughs> being equipped with that tool, is such a such an asset in life so if you find this playfulness and this you know this curiosity and i, I see you smiling and you you seem yes. very very happy and very excited um that's that's awesome can you give me some of that some more <laughs> i'm yes, learning it's like this
0: it's like i feel like uh it's it's unleashing a child, you know, from a um from a having the collar around its neck and unleashing the child and let the child go and run and play. And and that's how I feel. I think because the company I have, uh Relax Me Online Australia, because it's it's growing and it's it is evolving. It's you know we're we're doing new things, new online courses and everything that's happening right now. Um, but once the you get into branding of the company and you get into the vision and you know it's it takes a world of its own. It takes this life of its own. And so then it's almost like you begin to follow where you can, you can change the direction, but you, you still got to begin to follow where that leads. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I start a new company, it doesn't know where it's going yet. <laughs> I don't know where it's going yet. And so it's like, we've got this expansion of playing together so and so yes it does give me so much joy it's like I'm free I can do what I want
1: (laughs) that's awesome to just you know to because um apparently you're very successful uh at what you're doing and your your company has picked up and 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 grown and now you're Mm -hmm. in a moment of your life or maybe maybe it's not about a special moment maybe it's just your personality but whatever it is right now, you just have the freedom to say, oh, okay, I'm going to start another thing and, and start from scratch and see where this is leading.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly that. And this really wasn't even, I didn't plan to start this other company. Maybe it was always a thought in the back of my mind. Oh, one day I will. Let's just see how this goes. Hmm. And here I am a few months ago. Uh, I wanted to name something after my dog too. Uh, Cause I love my dog so much. And, and I feel maybe, maybe he's there looking at me. Uh, maybe it's connected to, you know, the, the playfulness that he gave me. And maybe I've just come up with that. Maybe that's the whole thing. You know, he gave me so much joy. And, and maybe he's like, okay, you can go out and play now. You name the company after me and I give you permission to play.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. And see, you know, losing your dog, it must have been a, a very hard a very hard experience and still you're taking yeah. something from it and you you make something joyful out of it
0: yes yes he was my soulmate 19 yeah. years I had him for like a long long time he was my like a soulmate to me and but yeah he's he's definitely still around and, and you know he will be around now with the name of the company so yeah. so it's it's we're on a winner already because i don't believe i, I don't believe with the name days days of dharma uh i, I don't believe there's there's
1: this can't there's go wrong
0: chance it can lose no 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 whatever happens
1: yeah, and see, it's like this podcast. You know, I never, I never thought that I would start a podcast, but due to COVID nineteen, and you know, I was left with free time and I was stuck at home, <laughs> yes. and I'm a very curious person, so I, I didn't.
0: Good on you. I
1: didn't want to just you know waste my time, and I thought about all those things that I never had time to do, and all those things that I loved doing, and then I thought of all those people that I knew all around the world. do not know one another but i wanted them to be able to get to know one another and their worlds and you know the topics that they um they care about and so Mm -hmm. i thought why not start a podcast and have conversations and connect people
0: perfect and you do a beautiful i must say you do a beautiful job you have a lovely nature um uh, to connect quickly
1: with
0: with people so yeah you. you do a lovely job
1: thanks so much. So yes, we experience firsthand how well things that we haven't planned for create yes. the building ground for something for something beautiful.
0: Yes, yes. So that's another beautiful thing that the you know the, the through the suffering and the pain of COVID nineteen you know it's it's another flower is yeah is coming out of the ground, coming out of the earth, you know, and blooming.
1: Yeah, and, you know, and seeing you. Um, being so playful and so full of joy and so full of energy and and telling me that you are very good at embracing uncertainty. I have to, to use this phrase because it was actually the theme of my last episode. Um, so it connects beautifully. So you obviously have a, a willingness and an ability to embrace uncertainty. But I'm also curious, is there something that you are afraid of? Something that you thought... I should be doing something that you planned on doing, but you just don't dare because mm-hmm. you're too afraid to start or to try. Is there something like that? Or are you all, whatever, I can do anything. No,
0: no, there's 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 things that um, sometimes I feel like another calling that I need to do as well. Uh, but maybe I'm waiting for the, the right time for that. Um, I have concerns um, of humanity. Mm-hmm and where we're heading at the moment. I have deep concerns. And sometimes they're that so deep, I don't even know how to express them. But as each day goes on, all I know is that I must do something. Um, I must do what I can at, at any given point in time to to help and to be of service. So I'm doing that now. But maybe there's going to be another way uh, that this is also going to be released. And maybe it, it needs to be Maybe I need to begin to express my concerns, uh, in whether that be in a book. It's been on my mind to, to write a possibly a blog post because, yeah, there's so much going on and there's so much, you know, that, I'm, that I struggle with too. I'm struggling with what's going on and, and working out what's right and what's not right. So I feel like some, there's a lot more to come. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that a lot more to come. I feel like I'm only just beginning and it might come through, through my playfulness, through my joy, Uh, days of Dharma could, something else could come about with this. And I'm open to that. Mm. I am so open to that. So I will just keep living day by day and um, listening to those whispers from God or universal source or whatever anyone wants to call that. I really The more I listen to God through awareness, through meditation, the louder the whispers get and the more direction I'm given. And I usually know that that direction, that listening to the intuition and listening to the heart space is usually never wrong.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's always right. And so I am just going to keep listening and working on myself and with awareness to, to be able to give just to give more. I think that's that's what, what I'm here for. And that gives me joy in giving and gives other people joy. So it's a win-win.
1: It is a win-win. Mm. Thank you really for being the person that that you are because, you know, just this moment, it's very beautiful to see that you said that we're not strangers anymore, at least, but You know, you're on the other side of the world, on the other side of the clock, basically. And I've come across you through whatever a couple of years ago. And you've, yeah, you've you've affected me, obviously. And you helped me sleep, which is a very important thing in life. And now we're here having this conversation and it's a circle of giving and getting. And it takes wisdom and reflection and a growing personality it takes growth to be able to to radiate this energy and to attract people so that the circle mm-hmm. works
0: yes absolutely because if you know obviously if i stop growing the work stops and just can't go on you know the moment i you know if i get bored of it or if you know if if i get fed up with it then i must stop and i must do something else mm-hmm joy Because there's no point in in doing that work uh, that I don't like. People will get nothing out of that. Again, the energy changes, and, and they will hear that energy in the recording. They will know that people aren't dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? I was actually wondering if I could do that. You know, I have no idea just how many videos you've posted, but I've checked um, on your YouTube channel. I think there's like channel information or something, and you can see the total amount of downloads of videos, like total, total, and it was 544 million or something. It's just an unfathomable amount. <laughs> just so many people, um, so many people um, seeing the videos and, and meditating with you. So you must have posted a lot, a lot of videos. How in the world do you keep going and, and how how do you keep you know the, the the tension and and the joy producing those videos
0: well i've got a you know i'm blessed now to have a team of people helping me so before i used to do them all on my own everything on my own you know the the writing the speaking the editing the video footage the this that that now i'm very blessed and literally come in the script is there <laughs> i have my microphone here i read through it Uh, I get into that feeling place and then I begin to record and then I don't even have to edit my mistakes anymore. And that was perfect. That was honestly, that was, uh, and and I will tell you that even took time to hand that over because me being um, wanting things to be perfect before someone hears them. I had to hand that to an editor, my staff member, Myron, who does a wonderful job. And I was so like, Oh, every time I do a mistake, I'd say, oh, sorry, Myron. You know, sorry, Myron. <laughs> but now I've got used to it. Now I understand that he's there. He's a part of the process and he helps create this beautiful product. We've all got our role and mm. put the music to do it. And then I've got another guy, Clark, does the videos. And so, yeah, where I feel very blessed. So it makes my job so much easier. So all I need to do now is to get into that place of feeling and to record that meditation with as much um, truth and authenticity and love and healing as I possibly can, and that's what I do week after week after week. And it doesn't matter, you know, even when I do pro- extra programs, when I'm doing extra meditations during the week, they all have the same intention behind them. I, I re- before I record them, uh, I make sure that the intention is love.
1: Yeah. just speaking for myself, I think I can hear it. I can feel it when I listen to your meditations.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) good. That's good. Doing something, right?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, you are. Okay, well, I'd like to end with one last question, and that is, if you could ask for something, you could place a wish for 2021 <laughs> because I mean, we're in November now as we're recording this, but we're approaching the end of this, this crazy year. Uh, what would that be?
0: I think uh, for strength for myself and for everyone else to, to have the strength and courage to get through uh, whatever it is that comes our way and we might have to tap into that and I believe that we all have that and for to unify, to unite people together because there is so much division, so, so much division mm. and that, that breaks my heart of even friends against friends because of political divide and so honestly my wish would be to unite people together that we don't need to fight against each other. And that we can have differences of opinions and and let's leave it at that, that that's okay, but don't fight against each other. Mm. That's my wish, unification.
1: I hope you have been inspired somewhat by this conversation and that you too find a way to connect with, to unify and to contribute to other beings through the calling you find for yourself in this life. What aspects of this episode resonated with you? Let us know, either on the Wild Podcasts Instagram community space or visit us on our website www.wild.one. Share this with a friend if you think it could be of value to them and make sure to follow this podcast so you won't miss an episode in the future. Make sure you use the challenges of this fading year to turn them into something powerful for the future to come. I'm looking forward to speaking to you next time. And until then, live wildly.